Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, coming to you here. We're coming to you live from the coronavirus experience. It's not really that funny, but um, you've got to smile and laugh during these times. Uh, these are hard times for everyone and a challenge. But we're doing the right thing, and I'm glad we're largely working together as a community to keep that social distancing. And the great thing about uh, social distancing um, is you have time to listen to the Chris Foss Show podcast and share with your friends. So there you go, man. You listen to some podcasts, you learn some stuff, you stay healthy, you save the world and, and people in the world with uh, immunotherapy, uh, immuno, uh, you know, uh, health that's bad. I, I, I clearly didn't go to school as a doctor. Um, their immunity deficiency immunodeficiency people, people that uh, could uh, easy, very easily die if they get this disease. And we don't want to certainly do that, and we want to mitigate that as much as possible. Um, so uh, we're working together as a society to do that, and uh, let's, we're all taking it on the chin very hard. Um, so if you're out there, um, I, I'm going to try and bring to you more episodes uh, where we talk about entrepreneur stuff and business stuff. But maybe try and give people more things where maybe uh, if you haven't ever thought of starting a business, you can maybe do this. This might be a good time to do that. Um, I got to give you, I, or if you uh, maybe are just looking for new ways or trying to keep your attitude and your, uh, your head in check, uh, we're going to talk about some of that stuff as well. And uh, we're trying to keep it upbeat, keep you guys uh, smiling, laughing, and happy, and uh because we've got to just make the best of what's going on, and that's real important. And like I said, if um, <clears throat> if you ever feel like uh, it gets pretty dark for you, feel free to reach out to me, um, and uh, let's chat. You can reach out to me on any of the channels, and uh, if you need to call me, we can talk. And uh, but I'll let you know I care about you, and I hope you're going to be okay. I hope we're all going to be okay, and uh, we'll get through this. <clears throat> In fact, there's some really good news that came out tonight. The uh, Wuhan, China area has announced that today is the first day that they do not have a new case of the virus. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So let's all keep that in mind. Uh, a light at the end of the tunnel. There is a way out of this. We just got to do the time. So um, let's all try and keep our chin up, keep happy and smiling. And uh, if not, you know, I mean, there are times where we've got to just deal with it and uh, keep the ball rolling because that's all you can do. So today, um, oh, I was going to tell you a story. Uh, years ago, um, I had started several small companies. Uh, one of my first companies was 18, did it for a while, but it was construction. I really hated it. And construction, you know, involves a lot of work and, and labor. And I'm like, I don't want to be doing this when I'm 40. And so then I started a few other little small businesses that couldn't ever get quite traction on them. And then my one, I was working for a company and uh, I wanted to go start the side business with a friend of mine. And uh, the owner said, hey, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, you want to go do this business and you're really good at being a, an entrepreneur in our company. He goes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two months pay to go start this business. And the business you're starting can actually help our business. So what I would like to do is I'm going to fund you for two months to give you two months pay to go get this out of your system. Now here's the deal. If it fails, you have to come back to work for me and I don't want to hear about you starting any companies ever again. You work for me and I own you. 
or, uh, you don't even own me, but you know what I'm saying? He's like, you just gotta, this, we'll just get this out of your system. So you can come back and work for me. And he goes, then if it works, God bless you. So thank you. So I took and, um, so I took and, um, uh, took his two months pay and went and started my company and became very successful. And, um, and within a few months, I think about four months or five months, I called him up and says, Hey, we, uh, you know, we're ready to take you on as a client. We'll save you a bunch of money. I saved him a bunch of money. And in turn, he became our biggest client. So I made a buttload of money off of him for a lot of years. Um, wonderful uh, person. So uh, the moral of the story, and the reason I'm telling you this is right now, we may have one to two months of this quarantine thing, stay at home business. So this might be a great opportunity for you to advance your skills, advance your mindset, advance your knowledge, advance your education, maybe start a new business. There's opportunities everywhere in the most darkest of times and moments, even the darkest of economies. In fact, these are the times where some of the best things you can do as an entrepreneur is go, how can I improve the lives of what's happening around people around me through the experience that we're having right now? And I've already seen people doing that. I don't know if it's a full business, but I saw a gal who started a group of people. And I don't think it's like a thing she's looking to make money at, but it's a group of people who are doing shopping for senior citizens. Now, maybe that could become an app. Maybe that could uh, blossom into something much larger. Uh, certainly, if this is going to be a long-term thing, that might be something that, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if she'd really make money about it. Maybe we could get a government thing to take and fund her with a grant so that she can make some money and stay alive and feed some people that need the jobs. I know that Amazon right now is hiring more people. I think it's like uh, it's a ton of people they're hiring in Las Vegas to do deliveries uh, from Amazon Prime and the Amazon Now and the grocery service and stuff like that. <clears throat> You, we can certainly see there's going to be expansion of grocery delivery and delivery of products uh, <coughs> here in the future. And I think there's going to be some institutional changes to um, institutional changes might not be the right word. I think there's going to be some lifestyle changes that we're going to finally have. For a long time, there's been the Khan Academy. There's been, um, you know, there's been Prime now delivery and Amazon now. And, and uh, I think there's Google. Google's got there. I forget what it's called. But there's all these grocery service deliveries. And I always take advantage of them. But I was always kind of kind of thought it was funny when people other people didn't use those services I'm like why do you use those services well, you like to shop and then go to the store and i'm like it's such a waste of time and gas so um what's interesting is we may shift as a society uh when we come out of this coronavirus uh, the issue uh to a society that relies more on this delivery sort of uh good services where maybe we'll get just so used to having our groceries delivered and our, and our different goods delivered and everything delivered, it's all going to become more of that sort of society, which will probably help Amazon out a lot. Um, I know that uh, companies like Instacart are, are doing really well and are doing huge Uber Eats and all those different companies. Um, they're doing delivery. What's interesting too is the companies like fast food services, you probably like me been getting all the emails from the fast food companies that are like, hey, 
Del Taco, we're still open. Burger King, we're still open. We only do delivery, so uh, you know, start hiring daily. So maybe we're going to see this whole shifting of our economy into this whole sort of delivery service sort of thing. And then maybe when we get done, maybe that's really more of what we become. There will be less sort of sit-down restaurants than ever before. We already saw a lot of that, if you think I'm smoking the crack. We already saw a lot of that. With you know, I remember when I used to go to Pizza Hut and sit down, and you would eat, and it was like a little, it was a dining experience, uh, like a restaurant. And then pe- people just said, "Fuck it, I'm not doing that with pizza anymore." And I'm going to Papa John's, and we're going to cook our own, and you know, just have fucking Domino's deliver and Pizza Hut deliver. And so Pizza Hut closed all those little restaurants. So we've been kind of for a lot of decades moving towards that thing. So. This presents some opportunities where we might be able to look at how can we maybe take advantage of this, do some money, do some business with it. Now, keep in mind, we're not looking to take advantage of what, of course, is a horrible experience. But this is what the core of being an entrepreneur is. Being an entrepreneur is something where you take a pain that you have or a consumer has and you fix it for them. You make it better. And they will pay you in direct uh, coordination with the value of that service. So if you solve a very large pain, they will pay you very largely. If they, if you uh, fulfill a small pain, they will fill you very smallly. But if you do enough of those people, away you go. So there, therein lies the opportunity and you're going to have a lot of time to think about it. <laughs> so my advice to you is make this time useful. Now, some of you may have kids and everything you're doing and all that good stuff. That's great. Um, you got to deal with that challenge and everything else. But uh, what we're going to do is, uh, moving on, we're going to talk today about some of the mental things of dealing with coronavirus. So I'm going to steal from the New York Post here an article, the BBC and Time magazine. Um, we'll start at the top, and, and we're just going to talk about mental health and the coronavirus thing, because I think it's real important we lay some ground rules. Um, keep ourselves busy, don't feel lost, don't feel overwhelmed. Uh, and everything else, because this is really important uh, that we get this right. And one of the issues that we have is many of us, especially people like me, work from home, but we are single. We don't really have a family. And so um, it can, I mean, it gets lonely without the coronavirus sometimes. And you, you've got to keep your head in the right game. So uh, so I, let's go over some tips. So today is just going to be talking about maybe some psychological aspects or some things you should do with the coronavirus to try and help yourself grapple with it. We've already dealt with the aspect that we're home, and it might be a month or two. Hopefully, it'll be sooner than that. The Wuhan virus seems to have uh, gotten itself cleaned up after a month uh, in China and what they did. So hopefully, we can replicate that. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. So this first article is staying calm during coronavirus. Therapists share their personal stress-busting tips for New York Post. And this is really good. I got to tell you, because I've had my issues. I've lost a lot of money before we even got locked into our home. Um, but I got to tell you, I'm still seeing sales from my business. So people are still buying out there. Um, I thought people would you know, pull up all their stakes on money like in 2008 and you couldn't sell anything, but I'm still seeing sales. So there are people buying stuff out there. Hopefully there'll be more people consuming my podcast, um, everything else. So uh, first point from these therapists is take control of the things you can. You can't control the outbreak, but you can control the little things in your own life. 
Um, and uh, they quote a therapist, Renee Exelbert, a therapist in Midtown and Manhasset. Um, and basically they talk about eating healthy, getting up sleep, exercising at home with light weightlifting and basic strength exercises. I think this is really important too. I've actually been on the gym more. Uh, my, I have one of those, uh, uh, what the hell, it's the thing where you the treadmill. So I've been on the treadmill more because one of the key things about this coronavirus is it attacks your ability to take in oxygen in your lungs and stuff. So good time to exercise, get those lung, uh, <laughs> those lung cellular whatever, you know, I clearly not a doctor. <laughs> get a lot of stuff going on. So um that's good for you. Get 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 in shape because technically we're all going to what the hell? Tom Brady chose the Buccaneers because of his son. Okay. I just saw that news thing come across. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have been great since uh oh, uh, what's his face? Um a lot of years. Anyway, uh <laughs> The Buccaneer, what about the Raiders, man? He's supposed to come to the Raiders. Hmm, I can't ever win. Uh, <laughs> so control things that you can, and that's really all you can do. Is is you you need to feel? I think I think necessarily we need to feel like we're in control of our lives, at least in some semblance. So take take stock of what you can, and uh, take control of things that you can. Make something. This is what I was talking about earlier. When we create, it gives us a sense of hope that we're renewing, she says. So uh, make banana bread, uh, paint, write, scrapbook, uh, build something from scratch. You've got your kids at home. Uh, kids love that sort of scrapbooking, you know, making stuff, drawing, you know. That's maybe a good way to keep them interested in what's going on. Uh, picture something peaceful. Uh, power of visualization and meditation might be good. And, uh, you know, maybe invite and maybe think about what this is going to be like when we come on the, on the other side and may we take this moment and realize that healthcare is, uh, really important to what's going on in our lives. And we build a better government. We build a better healthcare system and everything else. Cause I, hopefully we learn from this. So there's that. Um, reach out like those old telephone commercials used to say. It's nice to reach out and touch someone metaphorically. This is Robinson Garfield. Um, yeah, talk to people, you know, and don't just do it for yourself. Reach out to your friends, neighbors, and relatives because they might be having a hard time as well. And so a good way to, you know, you can call them from Facebook Messenger. You can call them from your phone. I know a lot of the phone companies have opened up. Uh, the plans and the speeds so that people can talk and get to know each other. I know a lot of my friends on Facebook are putting together Zoom um, Zoom groups with a whole mess of people in Zoom so that, you know, 10 of them can talk at, at once and kind of hang out virtually, if you will. We used to do that back in the early days of social media when that was first coming out. Uh, let, let your senses guide you. It could be walking outside, looking at the trees, smelling the air, listening to the birds, uh, feel the breeze on your face. All those things that uh, just make you feel present in the moment, make you feel like you're, you know, you're alive and you've got something going on for you. I've been enjoying going out with my dogs out in the backyard and filming them every day, and uh, we film and I play with them. And I got to tell you, I'm probably playing with them in the backyard more than I've ever played with them before. It's good for me. It's good for them. Uh, UV light is good for burning up uh, from the sun. Is good for burning up uh, uh, viruses. So, you know, as long as you're keeping that social distancing. 
uh, if you go out, you know, you have a better chance of not getting the virus. And of course, you can get yourself some healthy exercise, fresh air, and some sunlight, which is good. One thing you may want to keep in mind too, vitamin D is really important if you stay indoors and you're not seeing the sun a lot. And that uh, can sometimes lead to depression. So keep that in mind. Keep your vitamin D up. Um, help someone. <clears throat> Reaching out to those full, more vulnerable uh, pays mental health dividends. Um, so maybe you want to check on your older neighbors, see how they're going. I recently saw this beautiful thing today. You probably saw in the news where um, these uh, young kids who are really good at the violin and cello, uh, they went over to an old lady neighbor's home who was uh, quarantined, and they played for her. And so sometimes... I, I don't know how to say this uh, here. I, I think I know how to say this, but I'm struggling a little emotionally with it. But um, sometimes in your darkest moments, in the moments you feel most hopeless and lost, those are the best times to give. Those are the best times to reach out and help someone else because it gives you a purpose, because it gives you drive, it gives you meaning. And sometimes it, it's it's like that old thing, if you're the teacher and you and you teach someone, sometimes the teacher is learns more because of that experience. So sometimes if you're feeling down, go see if you can help somebody. Because there's someone in the world out there who's having a harder time than you are. So uh, give them a chance to, um, to uh, improve their lives, help them out, and you know, you'll feel a whole lot better for it. This is coming from BBC News, the coronavirus, how to protect your mental health. Uh, some different uh, things that you can take and do. Limit the news and be careful what you read. Uh, that's really important. You may want to stay away from uh, reading that's going to, you know, overexcite you or uh, reading that's uh, uh, non-factual. I created a Facebook group <clears throat> uh, for the coronavirus, and we don't let the stories of everyone go in there because there's a, there's going to be a million of them and. And uh, we we're trying not to make it a hyperbolic a um, a uh, a group that goes crazy. We stick with the facts, and we stick with uh, provable facts. We stick with provable sources, and we try and keep it very factual. And the reason I do that in that group is because if I let all the crazy stuff come in, all the racist stuff, the politics, all of that uh, hype and and uh, anxiety and and stories that aren't true and somebody's like oh I heard this and I heard that and you know um, it just adds to the not only does it add to the bullshit where the facts aren't real it just creates more anxiety and I don't know about you but I've just found that I do better with the facts and if I know what the facts are I and I can manage okay so what's going on in Wuhan oh Wuhan today to add their first day without a new uh, coronavirus patient. Okay, all right, so there is light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, so here are the numbers. They are scary numbers in, in the things, but I mean, okay, so how did these, how did South Korea and China mitigate them? Okay, so we're gonna do this to try and do that, and we've just gotta see our way through the curve. You've probably been hearing about the curve a lot and being able to flatten the curve, if you will. So there you go. Um, so uh, stay away from the misinformation. Stay away from maybe the Facebook groups that, you know, it's a lot of people just talking and freaking the fuck out and stuff. Stick to the facts, man. You know, just the facts, as Sherlock Holmes, I think, used to say. Was it Sherlock Holmes? Um, you know, 
it, get your news from reliable sources. One of the problems I am having in my Facebook group is people keep posting these motherfucking websites that are like something you've never heard, like shanesbobsdog.info.com, and they're posting them as like valid news sites. <laughs> You know, and you're just like, dude, just stick with the stick with the basics. CNN, uh, you know, the people actually vet their stories. Washington Post, New York Times, um, all that good stuff. You know, if you once you get on those crazy sites, they're designed to to have uh, you know uh, uh, bait bait uh, what you call it uh, taglines and everything else. So be careful what you read. Uh, take breaks from social media and mute things that might be triggering you. <clears throat> if you feel like it's becoming overwhelming, take a step back. Don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to take a breath. Maybe you want to unmute some keywords which belong uh, on Twitter or in follower mute accounts, people that are being too crazy, maybe what at groups or hide Facebook posts. Um, if you've got that one Facebook friend who's a little bit nutty and posting the nut job stuff, I have a few of those got to put those people on mute <clears throat> wash your hands but not excessively um so if you're an ocd or i've had friends that are ocd people that wash their hands so much till they bleed it's not necessary to do that in fact that might be bad for you um if you expose you know your your blood and your skin and you're you're tearing yourself up don't want to do that so uh be careful stay connected with people Talk to people, visit with people. It's going to have to be virtual. But what's really great is we live in this world with this technology where I can call you on video phone, you can call me, and we can hang out together. So there you go. Avoid burnout. Uh, practice the Apple technique to deal with anxiety and worries, according to them. Uh, acknowledge. Notice and acknowledge the uncertainty as it comes to mind. Pause. Don't react to uncertainty. Uh, don't react at all. Pause and breathe. Pull back. Tell yourself this is just the worriness talking, and this is apparent need for certainty is not helpful and not necessary. It's only a thought or feeling. Don't believe everything you think. Thoughts are not statements or facts. Sometimes our egotistic mind that works in the back isn't very factual. It can get pretty fucking crazy. And sometimes we got to go, hey, you need to sit down. <clears throat> let go of the feeling of thought and let it pass. You don't have to respond to some of the craziness that comes from your egoic mind. Uh, explore the present moment because right now in this moment, all is well. Uh, speaking of that, that reminds me of a great book by Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. And I would certainly, one 10 million, billion, trillion, zillion percent tell you to sit down with that book during this time. It talks about the power now. It talks about the power of being present. Uh, it talks about not worrying the future. You can't change the future very much. Um, at least not the factors like, you know, the virus. You certainly can't change that. I mean, we're certainly having an effect on that so that maybe we can change the outcome a little bit, but it's a collective thing. You can't like, it's not all up to you. Um, <laughs> uh, I wish it was because, you know, one of us could just like be like, I'm going to kick the virus's ass. Um, so there's that. But uh, check out The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It really helps you deal with the egoic mind, the mind that, part of your mind that beats you up, that tortures you and puts memories before you and, and tries to punish you to keep you in line and control you. Uh, so get a chance to do that. Um Balanced diet is really important. There is kind of, you know, I say there, this is a time for opportunity. I got to tell you, 
I'm cooking more now than ever before. And last time I lost that all the weight, I was cooking for myself. I wasn't going <laughs> eating like I have been lately. So here's a great opportunity to get your cooking skills better. Maybe learn some new flavors, lose some new, learn some new tricks to cooking, and maybe lose some weight. Because what are we doing? We got plenty of time to exercise now. We got plenty of time to cook and, and make food. So there's your opportunity. Maybe you can learn to make some better veggies, make some better Brussels sprouts. One of the things that I had is I went vegan for about six months. I lost 75 pounds and I was using the um, Yumly app, Y-U-M-M-L-Y app to make all my recipes. And you can put in stuff like vegan easy or asparagus easy or burgers easy, you know, whatever your thing is. I'm not going to push veganism on you because I'm not one anymore, but if you want to lose some weight, veganism is the way to go. Um, but, you know, we need to eat better because if we eat better, we work out, we're healthy, then we have a better chance of surviving this uh, virus and doing well. So let's do that. Certainly all this uh, eating we've been eat, doing at McDonald's and stuff probably isn't good for surviving the virus. So a uh, good time to maybe learn some new recipes all that good stuff, maybe how to better prepare food. Um, the nice thing is, too, is stay away from stress eating and boredom. Uh, don't get into those sort of things. So take a look at the patterns you're taking using. You can't go to the gym, but there's all sorts of ways that maybe you can Google how to gym stuff at home. Maybe you can order uh, a delivery of some weights for yourself. Maybe you have some weights or some sort of system at home that you can take and do. There's all sorts of ways you can use things around the house if you Google them to do your thing. This is really important and this kind of affected me. I was having a problem where I was having some anxiety issues a couple days. It's probably when you didn't hear the podcast. Um, and I kind of had 2008 come back to me. 2008 was really abusive to me in in ruining all my businesses and then of course uh making it so i couldn't make any money and i was struggling i was starting lots of companies and trying to do everything i could to make money um but uh one of the problems i was having was i started sleeping just four hours a night and for about two or three days i could only sleep four hours and then i really wasn't doing it on a purpose i just was like the things that wake me up like my dogs or, um, you know, the, the beeping of the phone or whatever, I just wake up and I, I'm one, I'm like one of those people, like a lot of people, if I wake up to go to the bathroom and I go to the bathroom and I come back, I cannot look at my phone because <laughs> if I look at my phone, <laughs> then, uh, then I'm going to be awake the rest of the night. So I think a lot of people have that issue. Um, so my point is, is try and find a way to exercise, lose some weight. Let's get healthy. I mean, one of the problems most people have is you're either too hard, you're, you've worked so hard at the end of the day, you've, you've done, you know, two hours of traffic either way, picked up the kids at daycare, dropped off the daycares and did all that stuff. Man, you're in this zone right now. You're in this zone that I've lived in since 2004 where I work from home. And so, uh, you've got, you know, all this time to exercise, eat right everything else so and then you got a great chance you know <laughs> to get to know your family more so see how that goes but maybe it can give you a better challenge uh to create some great memories with your family and everything else but uh my point uh, falling back a little bit was i started to feel sick and i had actually uh gone out to get some lemons uh and i was starting to freak out 
uh, yesterday that maybe I'd picked up the coronavirus while I was out because I was starting to feel really sick because I'd only slept for four hours. So keep in mind, you've got to manage your stress, you've got to manage your anxiety, and you've got to try and get plenty of sleep. This is really important because if you don't, it can open you up to maybe getting sick or potentially pick up the virus if you're out and about or whatever you come in contact. Unfortunately, I feel much better today. I got some more sleep and it just really seems to be that sleep was the thing I was missing. So really important. Um, you may want to purify your indoor air. Uh, maybe humidifier is always good or maybe a home purifier just to clean up the air so you feel better. Sometimes uh, I've been in homes that sometimes is just really dusty and or just they maybe have some mold issues or something. Purify your indoor air. It will make you feel better. And we reviewed a number of those on the chrisvossshow.com, so you can take and do that as well. Cleaning is really important. So uh, cleaning stuff, you remember that the COVID-19 can live on plastic and stainless steel surfaces for up to three days, cardboard for 24 hours, copper for four hours. They did a whole thing on it. You can Google. Um, important to keep your house clean. If somehow you might come in contact with this stuff or have a visitor or whatever the case may be, there you go. Uh, there's lots of telemedicine you can take and uh, take advantage of. I've done it uh, the two times in the last two years that I've gotten walking pneumonia, usually after flying. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Uh, I used telemedicine. I called up an app. Uh, I think it's Doctors on Call or something like that. Doc, I don't know. It's one of the popular apps. So anyway, I pay $75, and they give me a, uh, they usually give me that... Uh, uh, what's that? That bomb that they drop on you, the the extra penicillin and stuff, the Z pack. And so I get the Z pack, and boom, I'm done. And great, I don't have to go because I mean, the one time I was so deathly sick, I could not go into the um the room. I mean, the the doctors. My friends are like, go see the doctor. I'm like, when I sit up, the room spins the fuck around. Like I can't even drive to the car, man. And you don't want to be around me because you're just going to get sick. <laughs> so I did telemedicine. So if you're feeling sick, if you're feeling weird, use telemedicine. The kids get sick or whatever the case is, use telemedicine. And then you don't have to go drive around, expose yourself to the virus, expose other people to the virus and everything else. Anyway, so those are some of the tips that I have for you. Uh, realize, and you may want to put this on your thing, check your mental game, check your health, check your diet, make sure you're not overeating. Um... I know a lot of my friends are watching Netflix and are doing things that will take their mind off it. I think that's healthy. But like I say, here's some great advice. This might be a good opportunity for you to start a business just like I did, where my uh, friend who uh, was the CEO of our company said, here's some money, uh, you know, go start your business, see where it goes. Uh, hopefully some of you are having, many of you are having your jobs uh, give you the time off or the money. I know the government's talking about that or not. Uh, about sending checks to people. But like I say, this is a great opportunity for maybe to look around and see if maybe there's a business opportunity for you to solve people's lot problems in life, make their lives better, and create a business out of it because people pay you directly in proportion to the value you deliver to them in saving them from the pain. And realize a lot of the things that bother you and make you go, why can't this be this way? And then you go, well, I should make it that way. And then you find other people that would want it that way. And you're like, well, I can charge money and, and they'll appreciate that and pay me in direct proportion to the quality of the 
time that I save them. And that's really all an entrepreneur does. So this is a great opportunity for you to do that. Maybe it's a good opportunity to up your education levels. Maybe it's maybe Netflix isn't the thing to do. Maybe get on Khan Academy or get on um, any one of these, um, I don't know, tele whatever colleges. I don't really know of any, so I can't recommend any. But maybe get on these learning things. Maybe learn some new skills. Maybe learn some things. Maybe do some things that you want to do for a change. Maybe you've always wanted to learn how to be a cameraman or a bird watcher. Or maybe you want to learn how to do you know, working with any sort of materials um, or any sort of hobbies. This is a great time to explore that and expand the quality of your life, uh, which is probably better than just sitting watching a TV drooling out the side of your mouth. But, you know, I got to be honest with you, these are hard times, and we do use... TV, Netflix, and stuff is escapism, so I'm not going to judge you. I'm just saying, might be some better things to do with your time, but that's really up to you. It's not up to me, and those are your choices you have to make. But I wish the best for you. Um, if Please take care of each other. If you know of an old person in your community or home that you're not taking care of, maybe your parents, um, take and see if there's people around you that need help, something you can do for them, something you can help them with. Um, because they might be having a hard time that you are. I'm really excited that uh, the all the grocery stores seem to be starting this thing in our area and around the nation <clears throat> where they're making sure that the elderly folks, the senior citizens, uh, get in the stores so they can get stuff after they've been stocked up at night. They can get stuff before everybody else gets in there and hoards it. I really love that. And, and uh, my mother, who's elderly, she says they actually check your ID before going to the store. Never thought of checking your ID before you go to the store, but welcome to the new normal. And uh, maybe you could go there. You could meet some elderly people, see if there's something that they need help with. Uh, they need, maybe they need help with their groceries going home or whatever the case is. It's a great way to help things in our community. This is going to be a grand experiment, and it's not one that we really have a choice in, but a grand experiment to come together as a humanity, to help each other, to realize we're all in the same boat and we're all working for the same goal. And the quicker we all do that, the faster we may be able to get out of this. <clears throat> Then we can all go back to hating each other and, you know, arguing over politics or something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, let's don't do that anymore. Let's just realize we're all one big humanity. Anyway, bless you. And uh, like I say, if times get dark, please reach out to somebody. I reach out to somebody, talk to somebody, and give in, in your worst moment, sometimes giving is the best thing you could do because it will validate you and make you a better person. And I really think that as well. And if you can't find anyone to reach out to, please feel free to reach out to me because, I don't know, I might need some help too, someone to talk to from time to time. We're, uh, we're in this for the long term, folks. Anyway, and worst case scenario, refer the show to your friends, neighbors, relatives. Hopefully we can help them and everybody else too. I really would like to get a psychologist on the show. Uh, we're talking professional expert. I'd like to get a professional expert on how to advise people from working from home. I've given you some pretty good tips. I've worked from home since 2004. I can give you some kind of good tips. I don't really, I don't really think about it much because I just do it. Um, but uh, uh, we'll get maybe some of those people on the show. Might get some doctors maybe to talk about the coronavirus. Uh, join my Facebook group if you can get a chance. Uh, we're trying to keep that just factual stuff. Just, just the facts, ma'am. And uh, in doing that, uh, we're trying to uh, make sure you get the virus stuff. Um, I, I'll give you one other thing, too, that's kind of interesting. Um, 
So, oh, this is interesting. Somebody's got a ventilator patent they're working on for medical supplies. People are really focusing their ideas on how to get out of this and and deal with the issues. So it's really brilliant. We we as a humanity all focus on one big thing. Uh, the Facebook group is called Coronavirus Facts. So you can go to Facebook dot com forward slash groups coronavirus fact and uh like i said we don't let any of the hyperbole in we don't let any of the craziness in we keep it succinct to where you can find facts and where you can find uh real information from value sources and you're not sitting there going oh my god i heard that the whatever and you know werewolves are gonna run around and eat us all and the zombies are coming and blah 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 um you know, join the group and you can uh, hopefully get some facts. And the nice thing about facts is they make you feel like you're in control, especially when you get them from good sources that are true. If you're getting crazy, stupid facts, well, that's just going to make you crazy. So anyway, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, wish you the best on everything and uh, hope that uh, everything will go well for you and your loved ones and all that good stuff. And I hope that we've overreacted to this. And uh, the fact that we have, hopefully when we look back, we're like, well, it's a good thing we overreacted a little bit and went a little too far. And uh, But we saved a lot of lives. We saved a lot of people. We saved humanity. And away we go. Uh, oh, the one final thing I wanted to tell you is you do want to check out the John Hopkins um the John Hopkins, uh, uh, you may have seen it running around. It's the John Hopkins Coronavirus Resource Center. It's a great thing to take and go to. They've got a dashboard on there. Currently on the dashboard, it shows 218,000 uh, total confirmed cases from China to Italy, all around the world. It shows like a little heat map of those. It shows 8,800 8, deaths, which is unfortunate, um, but uh, it gives you perspective. Uh, the total recovered people so far are 84,114. So that kind of gives you an idea. You can look at that and logically go, hey, people are recovering for this. There are people that are unfortunately passing away. But if you take 8810 and you divide it by uh, 7.5 billion people on the planet, it's a really low percentage of number. It's like 2% or something of that nature. Um <coughs> I didn't divide this this new number, but when you really think about it, it's a small percentage of the population that is passing away. And while that's unfortunate, I'm just saying we don't all have to freak the hell out. We don't have to all lose our freaking minds. This is this isn't something where a large portion of us are going to be dying and passing away. And of course, we're making that better by doing the stay home thing. Anyway, guys, be blessed, and I think uh, we're going to get through this. And there's going to be the other side of this. We're going to learn a lot from it. And maybe that's the things that we need to do. Uh, maybe you want to sit down and write, what do I need to learn from this experience? And how can I make the other side coming out better for me and everyone else? Anyway, I certainly appreciate you guys tuning in and being a part of our listening audience and our show. If you find ways that I can entertain you or whatever the case may be, please contact me. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.